Welcome to the Prosperous and Happy Life podcast. I'm Mary Hagerman, investment advisor, financial planner, and portfolio manager with Raymond James in Montreal. In this podcast, I'm delighted to share tips and experiences from my quest to help my clients be prosperous and happy. For over 30 years, I've worked with thousands of clients and countless experts, all looking to have a rich and fulfilling life. My interests go far beyond the realm of money, and you'll get a taste of that here. In my interviews, I share stories and wisdom, along with advice from the many experts I've encountered. You can put all of this to good use in your life or your work or both. I hope you'll join me each month for a new episode, either on Spotify or Google Podcasts. Please subscribe, like, and share with friends. This podcast allows me to speak to experts in a variety of fields, but today's guest is an internationally recognized, I might say, iconic figure. It's the one and only St. Nicholas. He's just finished his 2022 world tour and reached out to me to discuss the state of the world. I'm hoping that all goes well, though, because we have a connection with the North Pole. I'm hoping that he should be hooking up about now. Is that you, Mary? St. Nicholas. Yes, it's me. Welcome to the Prosperous and Happy Life podcast. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for responding to my note. I've been listening to your podcast and reading your newsletters, and I really need to ask you a few questions. I haven't been my jolly old self of late. I'm worried about many things. Well, listen, you came to the right person. Financial anxiety is my specialty. I help all kinds of people deal with their emotions, especially concerning investing, so they can be prosperous and happy, just like the name of the podcast. So what's bothering you right now, St. Nicholas? Well, the price of everything is going up. I don't know how I'm going to supply the elves with the material they need to make gifts and toys next year. Also, the price of gas has gone through the roof, and we need heat in the North Pole to do our work. Fortunately, my sled is pulled by reindeer, but even reindeer food has become very expensive. Okay, so St. Nicholas, if you read my December newsletter, you'll know that if I had to pick one word to describe 2022, I would call it the year of inflation. And in my discussions with our head of investment strategy at Raymond James, Nadim Kassam, in podcast number two, we reviewed together how we got into this mess. But basically, at the start of 2022, most central banks were preparing people for an increase in interest rates over the year to help ward off inflation. Interest rates had stayed very low during the pandemic, and uh, you know many people will say too low, so that we could keep the global economy afloat. But what no one was expecting was that Russia would invade Ukraine in February. And when that happened, inflation skyrocketed with the sanctions that followed the onset of the war. So as you know, the best tool for fighting inflation is interest rates. And across the globe, central banks have jacked up interest rates to prevent hyperinflation. And how much are interest rates going to go up? I sometimes need to use my line of credit to buy supplies for the elves. I'm worried about my debts. If your debts or financial plan have you worried, 
I encourage you to listen again to my podcast number one, where I talk about renegotiating debt and reviewing your financial and retirement plan in light of higher interest rates. But hopefully, interest rates are close to their peak right now. Some economic data has confirmed that inflation is stabilizing and or lowering, but uh, central banks, especially the Federal Reserve in the United States, has said that it will not stop increasing rates until it is sure that inflation is on its way down. And of course, all of this has had a negative impact on the stock markets. That has a lot of people worried. You must be very busy right now. Oof, yeah. Well, I've seen a lot of bear markets in my career. The catalyst for market downturns will be different, but they usually play out in the same way. So with patience, the markets will resume their upward trend. As our Raymond James investment team likes to say, this is not the time to look for a place to hide. It's time to look for places to invest. 2020 could very well be a turnaround year for equity as inflation gradually tapers off and central banks stop increasing interest rates. But this time, things are so different. We have had a pandemic and interest rates were so low for so long. Is there going to be a recession? Well, you know, we might possibly be in a recession right now because we use lagging indicators to decide if we can call a recession after two quarters of negative growth or declining economic activity. But if we do have a recession, I think it will be a shallow one. So not very typical either, because employment numbers will probably remain high. Don't forget, the economy and the markets are not the same thing. The markets are forward-looking six to nine months. And when we have the, uh, the data available to call a recession, the markets will have already reacted and quite possibly moved on. And I've been all around the world this holiday season, and things seem very grim to me. With a senseless war in Ukraine and environmental disasters everywhere, it seemed like there's no end in sight, and it's taken a toll on my usually jolly spirit. Well, that's understandable, St. Nicholas. You know, the war in Ukraine is certainly terrible, but it will end at, at some point. It is, however, it has become a war of attrition, and no one can predict what Putin is going to do at this point. One thing for sure. This war will have changed the flow of global trade for years to come, and Europe has had to pivot quickly to meet their energy needs. And climate disasters are certainly becoming more frequent. This is forcing people to analyze their footprint in this world. But it's also supporting the ESG movement. That's environment, social, governance. And this is reflected in many ways, and certainly in the investment world. I know from following you that uh, you are considered a pioneer in exchange-traded fund investing. What do you see happening in 2023 with regards to ESG and other themes? Well, I'm so glad you asked that question. I guess you listened to my podcast on answering a young investor's questions about exchange-traded funds. It really outlines my approach to investing and why I use ETFs. So here's what I think 2023 will look like. After all the craziness of 2022, portfolio managers like myself will be looking to keep it simple using more plain vanilla ETFs. Thematic plays in riskier sectors like crypto will have a harder time finding buyers in 2023. Crypto hasn't made it to the North Pole yet, and 
quite frankly, I don't really understand it. Well, it's just as well. Now is the time to be focused on simple, well-diversified investment strategies. The interest in broad-based ETFs or exchange-traded funds with a value-oriented index construction methodology should continue to grow this coming year. When I refer to value investing, I mean an investment strategy that focuses on stocks that are underappreciated by investors in the market at large. Although, you know, I am a long-term believer in technology. Most technology stocks are considered growth, not value-based, and these stocks did not do well in 2022. I think value-tilted strategies are more likely to outperform growth strategies once again in 2023. And you asked about ESG. So I think ESG will continue to be top of mind in 2023. However, investors may be less willing to include sectors like oil and materials, which should continue to do well next year. So what we call a best-in-class stock-picking methodology might be more popular in the ESG ETF offerings. You know, St. Nicholas, I've written many articles on ESG investing, so I hope you'll take a look at that too when you have a little bit of, a little bit more time to relax. The blog section of my website, www.maryhagerman.ca, it has a whole library of articles I've written on exchange-traded funds, ESG, and broad investment strategies for all types of investors. Well, thank you. I'll be sure to look at the website once I have a chance to relax from my travels around the world. But uh, what about bonds and fixed income? It was such a disappointment in 2022. Oh, yes. 2022 was indeed a unique year for fixed income investors, with bonds losing almost as much as stocks. But I have good news, because with higher interest rates, the 60-40 portfolio is back in vogue. I'm referring to a balanced portfolio of stocks and bonds. So we should see more, more money flow into fixed income ETFs. And, um, you know, distributors will be creative in finding new income producing products for investors looking for yield. And there's a lot of investors looking for yield these days. So despite the criticism we've seen this year about how balanced funds are dead, rising interest rates have possibly brought back the value of bonds within a balanced structure, something we haven't seen in quite a while. Yes, it's true that technology often surprises us with new disruptive developments that make our lives better. I still can't believe how quickly we got our COVID vaccines, even all the way up to the North Pole. St. Nicholas, we don't need a Christmas miracle for things to get better, especially for investors. We just need time. And we are getting closer and closer to the end of this bear market. So how about I summarize my forecast for 2023? Why, yes, please do, because this has been a lot of information. Okay, so I predict that 2023 will be a turnaround year. Interest rate increases will end, possibly before mid-year. Inflation will continue to subside. We'll probably have a shallow recession. But once that's confirmed, the markets will have already resumed their upward trend. Canada and the U.S. market will participate in a broad rally, but nothing like we saw during the COVID rebound. But we will resume the upward trend in stocks. Europe could quite possibly surprise on the upside. 
and China will benefit from finally loosening COVID restrictions. Then, value investing will continue to be popular and the rise in interest rates will finally mean that bonds offer a good source of income. Wow, that sounds like pretty good news. Remember, the markets never go up in a straight line and we'll continue to see a lot of volatility in 2023. Don't forget too, there's the ongoing war in Ukraine. But if we do get some some kind of resolution to the war, it will be very good news indeed. That would be my wish too. A very peaceful 2023. St. Nicholas, I wish you, Mrs. Claus, and your whole team a very prosperous, happy, and peaceful new year. Ah, thank you, Mary. This chat with you has helped me feel a lot better. Let's talk again this time next year. St. Nicholas, you got it. You don't even have to leave a note under my tree. I know where to find you. <laughs> and to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And please make sure to subscribe to The Prosperous and Happy Life on Spotify, Captivate, or Google Podcasts. We will be releasing new episodes the last Friday of every month and talking to St. Nick once every year. In the meantime, you can follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook at Mary Hagerman. The link is in the description box below. You can also subscribe to my free monthly newsletter. Just visit my website, www.maryhagerman.ca and sign up. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. Our very best wishes for this new year. And we'll see you next time. This podcast has been prepared by and expressed the opinions of Mary Hagerman and not necessarily the opinions of Raymond James Limited. Statistics, data, and other information presented are from sources RJL believes to be reliable, but their accuracy cannot be guaranteed. This podcast is for information purposes only and is not to be construed as an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchases of securities. Investors considering any investment should consult with their investment advisor to ensure that it is suitable for the investor's circumstances and risk tolerances before making any investment decisions. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Information provided in this podcast is general in nature and should not be construed as providing legal, accounting, and or tax advice. Should viewers have any specific questions and or issues in these areas, please consult your legal, tax, and or accounting advisor. RJL is a member of the Canadian Investors Protection Fund.